Ion 2020, episode 339. When somebody's the president of the United States, the authority is total. The authority is total. The authority is total. But we have to pass the bill so that you can uh, find out what is in it. Find out what is in it. In an empire lies, the truth is treason. The truth is treason. We must guard against the acquisition of unwarranted influence, whether sought or unsought, by the military-industrial complex. By the military-industrial complex. What's up, everybody? Ray in here, your host of Eye on 2020, the day after the election. Wow. So... I think Trump did way better than anybody expected, especially in Florida. Uh, and that was like the one key battleground state that he had to win. And then there's other stuff that goes on as well. I'll talk to you guys about that also. It's uh, it's it's really interesting, <laughs> the the night of the election. So everyone, was, everyone knew that we're not going to have an election result anytime soon. Uh, supposedly, there should be an election result by the end of the day today. So this... Uh, I'm just getting this update out really fast for you, just in case you want to listen. I'm not going to do a very long update for you, okay? It's just going to be a quick quick update, let you know what's going on as of about 11.30 on, on Wednesday. So, uh, so far, guys, this is what's happening. If you guys watched the news yesterday, I was actually bouncing from uh, CNN over to Fox News and back over to CNN over to MSNBC, just trying to see how they were looking at the events that were shaping up and it's almost as though you're watching two different elections based upon what they were talking about on the different news cycles like for example if you'd hopped onto fox news you were pretty certain trump's gonna win like he was moving through florida and the numbers were going up and up and up and over time you started to see that joe biden was starting to sink a little bit in florida and all of a sudden it became, this guy's going to win. No one expected all this. And like all of the energy was positive towards Donald Trump in all of the conversations they had. They were basically only focused in on the East Coast, on what was going on in Georgia, what was going on in North Carolina, what was going on over in Michigan, what was going on in Virginia. But they called Virginia right off the bat with one like less than 1% and they called Virginia. And I think it's because Virginia, if you really look at Virginia on the east side of Virginia, especially around the Washington, D.C. metro area, you do have a solid, solid Democrat majority in those counties. And I mean, if you look at Washington, D.C. specifically, and that's not filtered into Virginia's tabulations, and like Washington DC is its own voting entity. Like Washington DC goes 93% for Donald or for uh, Joe Biden and like 7% for Donald Trump. If you want to know where the swamp is and what sorry, if you want to know which candidate and which party caters to the swamp, if you want to know that, look at Washington DC. That is the swamp. That is the inner city area of, you know, just Democrat voters. And you can see that. I mean, although the people that are in 
generally, from my understanding, if you look at Washington, D.C. itself, this metro area, it is pretty poor for an, for for a city. So you're going to have a lot of uh, poverty, but then you're also going to have a lot of the people that are working in K Street. You have a lot of the lobbyists and things of that nature. And because of that, you do get such a large percentage of people that are voting Democrat. But that's the swamp, man. And you want to see which party does not cater to the swamp, then? You're going to look at the Republican Party, and they're the ones that pretty much don't, it sounds like to me. But anyway, jumping back onto Virginia, they called Virginia right off the bat. Um, They called West Virginia for Trump pretty much right off the bat. All the New England states went for for Joe Biden. Of course, they were they didn't call New Hampshire for a while, but New Hampshire ends up going to uh Biden as well. And then back to what I was talking about with the different news networks. If you hopped over to CNN and I did that right around the time that they called Florida, at that point, they are just the entire conversation was, well, what is the path to victory now for Joe Biden because he didn't win Florida? Like they were saying Joe Biden had so many different paths to victory, whereas Trump only had one narrow path to victory, which that is true. And then Joe Biden, they're just, the entire thing was a conversation around, oh my gosh, what just happened in Florida? Trump ended up winning way more than they expected him to. He, Biden was up by one or two points in the polls, and now Trump ends up winning by four or five, or I think it was like three or four points. So... They were kind of freaking out. You could see it in CNN. You could see it that they were freaking out. Same thing on MSNBC. Whereas over on Fox, they're sitting there celebrating, shooting champagne the whole nine yards, just saying, woohoo, look how great this is going to be for Donald Trump. So it was just two different networks and two different conversations that they were having last night. So... Obviously, the entire West Coast goes for Trump, or for for Joe Biden, I'm sorry. You got Washington, Oregon, California, boom. They're all going to go for Trump no matter what. Minnesota, in the evening time, ends up going for Trump. That was the key kind of thing that, or sorry, I keep getting getting it mixed up. I'm looking at the map that I'm staring at right now. Sorry, Minnesota ends up going for Biden right, I don't know, maybe 2, 33 o'clock in the morning. I had already gotten to bed by then. But I woke up in the morning, I woke up about 5, and Minnesota ends up being for Biden. So that was pretty interesting to see. That was one of those ones where you were pretty sure that Minnesota was going to go for Biden anyway, but it was just, they were hoping maybe that the polls were wrong, it seems like to me. Wisconsin, these are the states that are kind of up in the air right now. You got Wisconsin, you got Michigan. You have Pennsylvania, you have North Carolina, and surprisingly, you have Georgia. Now, Trump has a pretty solid lead in Georgia. He has a very small lead in North Carolina. He has a very small lead in Michigan, and Biden has a small lead in uh, in Wisconsin right now. So Alaska, they're saying is mostly going to go Trump. That's only three electoral college votes. Nevada, Biden has a pretty solid lead there right now, but it's still a toss-up. It's still not declared who won that one, and there's a lot of mail-in ballots that need to be need to be cast or need to be counted, as well as Arizona, 
which surprisingly is not called yet, according to the real the realclearpolitics.com website. But I'm pretty sure that Fox News ended up calling Arizona last night, if I remember correctly. So, and then Pennsylvania might not, no one will know anything about Pennsylvania until Friday, they're saying. So, what they're saying is that sometime later today, Michigan and Wisconsin will declare who was the winner there. And if if Donald Trump wins wins Michigan, wins North Carolina, and wins Georgia, I believe that puts him at the 270 that he would need to win. But, no, I'm sorry. It would put him less than 270. Then he would need either Wisconsin or Pennsylvania. If he gets Michigan, Wisconsin, North Carolina, and Georgia, if Trump ends up getting those then he is the winner. He gets the 270 electoral college votes. He doesn't even need Pennsylvania. If Trump gets Georgia, North Carolina, and Michigan or Wisconsin, then he still needs to have Pennsylvania in order to win. And Pennsylvania, like I said, is not going to, no one's going to know anything there. I think they have 80% of their votes in, 20% of those votes are going to be uh, mail-in ballots that need to be counted. They have, I believe, 3 million mail-in ballots, and about half of them have been counted so far as of right now. But they're still accepting mail-in ballots until Friday, as long as they're postmarked for uh, for the 3rd. So we'll see. And also, if it's postmarked, but it's smeared or something like that, and you can't tell if it's the 3rd, they're going to go ahead and give it the benefit of the doubt as well. So that stuff might be held up in court even down the road. So we'll see. But that is pretty much what's going on with the election right now. Donald Trump stupidly, and I think it's way premature to do that, around 2.30 in the morning, and he's all getting excited, I'm sure. He's ready to go to bed, take a little nap, and he gets all excited, and he sits there, and he, he basically declares himself the winner. Uh, I don't know that he declared himself the winner, but and he says, in my mind, we've already won. We've already won. So I think that it's probably one of those cases like the media always does, they took it out of context because that's just the way that Donald Trump is, is he'll sit there and do that. But the Biden re- campaign retaliated and said that that was, you know, irresponsible. Even I heard um, Ben Shapiro say it that, through a tweet that that was irresponsible. But I'm pretty sure that they were just taking out of taking out of context. That's just the way that Donald Trump is now, not to be apologetic for the guy. Uh, but yeah, you do want to get all these ballots counted. You do want to. I would imagine take any type of legal measures that you need to take in order to ensure that it's done properly as well. Uh, I don't know what is with this debacle with Pennsylvania, though, because every other state was fine. If you look at Florida, I mean, Florida had probably 15 million votes, I would say. And they got all theirs counted by 10, 30, 11 o'clock at night. This is Florida, by the way, which has always traditionally had a hard time getting stuff done properly when it comes to counting votes. And they got it done. And you got Pennsylvania who can't get it right at all? That just blows my mind. It just blows my mind that we're still sitting there looking at North Carolina, Georgia, Nevada, Arizona, Alaska, these places that have not counted their votes yet that can't get it right. Florida's at 100% votes counted right now. So 
what's up? What's up with that? That just blows my mind. But anyway, uh, I won't keep you much longer. I just wanted to give you a quick update on the election and let you know what was going on so far. If anything else happens today, I will probably let you guys know that as well. Uh, follow me on the Facebook feed. You can do that by typing an I on the Empire, and you'll find me on Facebook or on Twitter. If there's anything that's interesting that happens, I'll post there as well. And then you could also go to IonTheEmpire.com, which I don't know if I'm going to be linking any articles or anything like that. Typically, that's what I do there. Um, but this is interesting, guys. We don't have a a president chosen yet. Joe Jorgensen is expected to have like 1.5 million votes total, where Gary Johnson got like 5 million last time. And I think that was just a major debacle on choosing somebody that does not have national name recognition. I've been saying that. I think I've probably been one of the more outspoken libertarians on this particular issue uh, in different Facebook groups that I'm in and so forth, is that... I might have an unpopular opinion on this, but because I'm a pretty solid libertarian when it comes down to my views on things, I can even get to the point in saying that I'd be okay with a anarcho-capitalist society. Like, I'm not against that type thing. So I think I'm pretty solid on my overall views. I'm a little bit more pragmatic on my approach to things, and people call me out on that all the time. But... <clears throat> Let's be honest, if a candidate does not have national name recognition, they're not going to get onto the national news media outlets to at least make a point of saying, hey, there's a third way, vote for me. Nobody will hear it. So you get the grassroots effort of people that go along with it with absolutely zero media coverage. Imagine if Ron Paul in 08 did not have the national media coverage. His grassroots campaign would have been great, but the national media coverage is the one that brought on that huge wave of people that started following him, even to this day, that say that he's the reason why they became a libertarian. You absolutely have to have that national name recognition. And that was a debacle. We went from... 5 million votes with Gary Johnson, who was not the perfect candidate by far, to a relative, a pretty solid libertarian who has no national name recognition. This is the solution. Build a bench of good, solid libertarian candidates at the lower level, get them into state level, into national level politics, and then get those people elected that are the good, solid libertarians that that we have a good bench of people to fill. Until then, suck it up and vote for Justin Amash or somebody who is a more libertarian-leaning Republican or whatever, or a libertarian. Justin Amash is a solid libertarian, but he wasn't good enough for us, you know? But he would have been on Fox News, CNN, MSNBC, all of those news media outlets over the course of the election. But anyway, guys, that's it. That's all I got for you. I appreciate you joining me, man. Uh, come on back tomorrow, though. I'll be definitely doing a show for tomorrow. But until then, if there's anything that comes out, I'll just throw up a quick podcast feed really fast or something like that. Maybe. I'm not sure. Uh, I don't want to overwhelm your podcast feeds either. But I appreciate you joining me. And uh, come on back tomorrow, though, so you have clear vision for 2020.